Benfica Podcast is one of the founding members of Benfica Independent. Benfica Independent is an independent platform made by fans for fans. And in it, you can find opinion articles, podcasts, including ours truly, and also modalidades, if you will. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent, uh, where you can get merch, you can sign to get exclusive content, and share your Benficaism. Ser benfiquista é uma crença. É uma religião muito grande. A visão é um culto. Que creio que é mental. Que eu trato as pessoas. Calma de quem é grande, maior que os maiores. É uma paixão para a explicação. Eu não consigo explicar o que é ser do Benfica. Eu sinto o que é ser do Benfica. Há de facto uma paixão. E as paixões são assim, vivem-se assim intensamente. Aqui não há nenhuma razão. É paixão, paixão, paixão. Ser Benfica. Até à morte. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Talking to the Dog Benfica podcast. My name is Alfredo Fumasas, coming to you live here from uh, the east coast of... Ah, never mind. Cristiano, <laughs> episode number 442 is what we're up to. I don't know what's going on with the start. I was so excited about the start, and then, uh, I don't know, everything got derailed. What's happening? Cristiano Oliveira, meu amigo. You done? Yeah. <laughs> I was just going. What's going on, Alfredo, Dave, uh, Freddy's? Welcome to another edition yeah. of the Speaker Podcast, Talking Chico. to the Doll. That's right. Chico Marcelino, Carlos Amaro, Diogo Reis, already in it. Dave D'Oliveira is also in it. What's happening, Dave? Uh, you got a fresh cut? You got a fresh cut here. We have got the international uh, break here to uh, relax, but uh, yeah, good to be back on uh, here another another night, another podcast, like uh, Steve used to say. That's right. This podcast, uh, as I mentioned, 442. We don't have uh, much to talk about. Uh, we already spoke about the Ajax game, uh, but we do have Sturil to recap, which is a game that happened this past weekend, and also the Champions League draw, which happened uh, last Friday. Uh, a draw that matched us up with the all-powerful Liverpool. Um, but we'll get into that. But before that, let's get right into the Sturil game and get this going. Um, if he could tie Sturil first uh, in the first round, and uh, Sturil hasn't hadn't won away since December. Uh, we lined up with Vlaco Dimos, Gilberto Atamendi, Vertonghen and Grimaldo, Weigel and Maite, Rafa and Everton, Ramos behind Yarmchuk. Um, obviously, uh, Tarapt picked up the, the red, couldn't play, and uh, Darwin was not available. I think Darwin was hurt, right, from, from what I recall. I think he was hurt. Um, so that's how uh, Benfica lined up. Mas já está recuperado para a seleção? Já, já está, já. Já está recuperado para a seleção e foi cortar o cabelo também, não viste? How does that work? That's, it was like the Sanson and the Lila, right? Cut his hair and he got hurt. He lost and all of a sudden he got powers. He got he hurt in the, the Ajax game. He had pulled, he, he, he had gotten yeah. subbed off there. With I think it just sure, might have been. Sure, it wasn't the haircut, Dave. <laughs> I know you're looking well, fresh with your new haircut. You're trying to defend haircuts, but are you sure? <laughs> there's no I, link? I like the story about the, the haircut. Let's go with the haircut. The haircut. Yeah, he lost yeah, the power. I'm, I'm with you. Maxi's brother, Sansoni Delilah. É isso, pá. É o Sansão ainda lá. É o Sansão. A gaja não sei. O Chico Marcelino, maybe could help us out. É o Delilah. Is it Delilah? Yeah, of course. Chico? Pá, tu dizer que é o Sansão e o Delilah. É o Sansão, eu sei. Sansão, eu sei. Samson e Delilah, bro. Oh, o César da Silva saying that he picked up. Picked up. Yeah, way to go, Dave. Way to go. Dave, you should know these. Do you do stats, man, man? Sam, yes, Samson, I know. Yeah, I you Sans Delilah, Sansão. I, yeah, I don't forget. In Portuguese, in Cesar, by the way, uh, good uh, good intervention on the forum for Benfica Independent, man. I heard that and I heard you on there. Nosso amigo canguru, as they like to call you. Did he give me a shout out? No. Oh, don't. Cesar didn't give us a shout out. Cesar, don't he doesn't need to give a shit. We're, we're part of the we're part of the family. Vai dar banho com guru. Look, nope, it's Ed the Lila, bro. Ed the Lila. Ed the Lila. Samson and the Lila. Olha aqui. Sansão, Sansão e Dalila. 
É isso, é isso, Sansão e Dalila. Não é Dalila, é Dalila. Dalila, estás a ver? Mas é Dalila em português. I mean, Usa, bro. Usa is Dalila. Usa is Dalila. You're right about That's that. Right. I watched that movie as a little kid when one man's... I mean, that was... Is that why you had your hair long? I, I didn't have hair, long hair as a little kid, bro. Yeah, but you had long hair at some point. When I first, when I met you, you had long hair. Kind of longish hair. What, back, 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 back? In like 1995, <laughs> in the 1900s, <laughs> if I, way back, I'm probably right. Yeah, in, I uh, in in nine, 90, I don't know, 90? 94, 90. No, yeah, your hair, your hair was like, yeah, I had, I had yeah, I had decent. Like by, yeah. I think the longest I ever had was like right below the. Yeah, you had you had really nice blonde hair. It was too straight. I looked like a girl from behind. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why used to, people used to feel your ass all big, the time? I had big legs and big in a big butt, and so I used to get whistled a lot. You know what I mean? And I didn't have a beard, you know, peach fuzz, not even peach fuzz at the time. Was yeah, yeah, long story. Yeah, long time. Awesome. yeah when I did meet you back in the day. Yeah, now that I'm deep, I just, you did. You had long hair, dude. I remember when I first met you, you had long hair. We don't no no mullet. She no no, no it was a mullet. It was kind it, it was, of it was like the the, the Luis Figo type. No, it wasn't. Well, Luis. I see a, a gel of the cereal and then you just cut it and then and then and then you just let it grow. That was it. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit of a bowl cut, but you kind your hair was a bit curly. I think no, never. It was too straight. Straight. My hair was always straight. Yeah. For some reason I don't know. No, that's I remember <laughs> curly, but that was a long time ago. My memory shot. No magnitude. No. no a Belcheviet hair. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was blonde like that. It was blonde. It like was that. definitely blonde. I used to have bleach blonde hair back in the days. No, yeah, nice. No, he, I think yo, you're scaring me, bro. You might have been one of the guys that whistled at me. Calming you. Calming you. That picture that you have that says "I love vagina." Oh no, that's not vagina, bro. It was that. That's a Coca Cola. I enjoy. I enjoy. <laughs> I think it says I enjoy vagina, like with the Coca-Cola <laughs> yes, symbol. Does. It does, but it's not I love vagina. It says I enjoy it and, with uh, the Coca-Cola uh, symbol. I have a picture somewhere around. And you got your you got your arm around your mom. mom and my sister. <laughs> and your sister. And his shirt says, I love vagina. No, it doesn't say I love vagina. I enjoy it. I enjoy vagina. With the Coca-Cola sign. You know, like enjoy Coca-Cola. It's like enjoy. Yeah, but <laughs> your yeah. pictures are, that picture's around here somewhere because I've, I've in, seen it not too long ago. That, that was in Ocean City. Yeah. I think it was like one more. No, you had a nice stand. Yeah, it was it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. Um, so anyway, we got a little bit derailed on this real game. Uh, good start by Benfica. Uh, wanting to uh, put the game away right away. Uh, but uh, then after the first 15 minutes, we kind of dropped some lines. and We let Sturil into the game. Sturil then um, came up, uh, stepped up on the field, and created us, uh, created us a couple situations after the... The Gonzalo Ramos shot and the Grimaldo free kick. Uh, Sturil hit the upright. And then uh, Odysseus had the, a save in the 18th minute. Um, the upright El Post, right? Upright. Upright. Yeah. What's the, what's the other Crossbar. One? Slant right? Crossbar. Okay. Double. Crossbar and upright. I mean, that's at least how I call it. I don't, Does it mean it's the, up, it's the right post? So, like, the up left is if you hit the left post? Or it's just they're both upright. They're both uprights. Just say post. They hit the post. Pergunta aí ao, ao, ao nosso doutor, o Carlos está aí. Do, uh, Carlos, upright, post, what do you call it? Yo, I thought was, I'm going to say upright. No, it is. They do say upright. But, but I think upright is more for NFL field goal posts, right? I just, uh, I like saying upright because it, it's a distingu it's a dis it distinguishes it from the crossbar. So crossbar, but upright. What if you hit the left side? <laughs> it's the same thing. They're all uprights. Oh, they're still an upright. Yeah, straight up is upright. They're still, so, they're still upright. Right? And then the crossbar is a crossbar. So if you're looking at it, it's upright. But if then you hit the left, so you just turn around, face the other one, it's still to your upright, right? Is that how they do it? No. Up, Carlos. Carlos, be quiet. Carlos. Upright, uh, upright, it just means that you're up. Carlos it, is very nice to you all the time. He's always taking your side. He's not taking. Upright is very British, Sheikh Morsleen says. Upright. Yeah, the up, upright. You've up. hit the fucking upright. But the up, the the word right has nothing to do with what side it I know, is. It's right means that it's it's right up. It's right up. It's, it's standing it's exactly up correctly. It. Yeah, it's right up. <laughs> That's exactly that. it. That's I mean, exactly it. So burmas, I could. Um, and then uh, when when Benfica was, uh, you know, the game was pretty even. We had that uh, that play from Rafa, 
Um, cuts out a short corner. But wasn't the didn't we hit the didn't they hit the upright before that? They hit they the upright before and that. And then the Odysseus had they hit this the upright. This like within the first 13 minutes of the game. A lot of first, action. First 20 minutes. Oh, 20. Okay. They hit the upright in the ninth minute, and then you had the the Odysseus save on the in the 18th minute, and Rafa's goal was on the 34th. Uh, so at a time where the game was pretty even and yeah, Strill was 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 threatening, uh, and having some ball some possession. Uh, we had the Rafa steal that ball from a short corner, anticipate that ball from a short corner, and just took off uh, with two guys at first, and then the third guy joining him, and he was able to do a couple couple jukes, uh, body moves, and 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 go uh, and get past him. There's no truth, by the way, to the rumor that once Rafa caught the ball, that he saw Peasy on the other end of the field. <laughs> there's no, there's no truth to that. I just want to, I've confirmed it, ladies. There's no, because there was mean, a rumor. He was, he was running to Peasy. There said, was a rumor swirling around Twitter like, that once he got the ball, he was headed straight to Peasy. You know, but Peasy had the the open arms. Arriba, vai meu menino. Anda que tope do upright. Now, uh, look. Um, it's it's an it's an incredible play, uh, regardless of how you see it, right? For me, is 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 pure speed. But there's there's a body move to throw a couple of those guys off balance. The first two guys that that come next to him, and then there's that 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 almost stutter step, start and stop at the end um, to to get away from that third defender and tuck the ball away. Um, and then he also turns his body to shoot the opposite way, which yeah, which is not easy on the run. You, you know, it wouldn't have been funny. It would have been sad if Rafa did all of that and then he just shanked it. Like like always? <laughs> like I think that's sometimes. what I was expecting. Like normally? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, it's funny. As I'm watching the play, right, and then he scores, the thing that I said, that I, that I said out loud was, that, man, he even got the finish right. That's what I said out loud as that's I was watching. That's how you know you made him. a mistake. <laughs> he even got the finish right. That's how you know you made a mistake. Oh my, you got it right this time. It's, a, it's a perfect play. It was. It was. I mean, um, phenomenal, phenomenal play. That's definitely, if Befica's trying to ship him out in the offseason, that's definitely the one that opens the highlights and then forget it. Don't even give him no more highlights <laughs> after that. <laughs> and he does this all the time, every game. And that's it. Because if you, if you throw in any videotape, uh, any video of the game, I should say, of either game against Ajax and the Champions. So just stick with that one. It's like the cover, the middle, and the end. Just just replay the same highlight over. I think over. you could you could you could splice the or you could edit Rafa's highlights just on his explosiveness and getting away from people. But if you leave out the the, the, the finishing end. part, <laughs> when, when, guys, you could watch all those videos. And if you're editing, I'm gonna save you a lot of time. The minute he gets into the box, just. Change it to the next video. Cut. <laughs> Cut. That's it. Add the next uh, next image. Um, no, man. All all good and fun. Um, but let's. I I guess we could discuss it, right? So there's been a lot of talk about um, the Rafa didn't celebrate the goal, and uh, and then in the post uh, in a in a flash in the post game flash, uh, he was asked by Jean Martinez, "What did he think of the goal?" He said, "I got nothing to say." I mean, look, something is definitely. Odd, right? I made a mistake. <laughs> I got nothing to say. <laughs> what was I gonna say? I look, normally I shake those. I actually got it on goal this time. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, but uh you, you could you could tell clearly tell that, that there's something wrong with, with Rafa, right? Uh and I'm more I, I'll ask you guys what your thoughts are, but I'm more of a believer that has something to do with not being called to the national team. And I was mentioning to you guys. Uh, before we turn on the mics, that this last group that got called by Santos to play these two games or or one game or whatever it ends up being uh, is most likely 90% of the final group that's going to go to the World Cup if Portugal were to qualify. With him not being called, I think in his head he's thinking, well, if he doesn't call me for these two games, who which are the most important games in the national team's current history, Qualification, yes. right? Uh, I'm out. I'm not going to make the World Cup. Uh, and I don't know if that's that's what was in his head. I I think that 
we've noticed something, and I'll let you, Christiana, you you get into I'll it. I'll let Dave right? answer first because I got a crazy. I'll I got plenty to say. You got plenty for, for me. I think it has Dave something to do with the national team, not so much with with the fans criticizing them. But Dave, what what are your thoughts, man? I would just go the other way that uh, he's already been. We've already been seeing this uh, this relax. I don't even know what to call it. Relax. Just this Rafa that isn't showing any spirit and is just going through the, the motions ever since JJ uh, left. So I don't know if you want to put it on JJ leaving, Pizzi leaving, or um, the fans coming down on him, Pizzi, Rafa, Andre Almeida, those uh, the the mean girl click in the uh, the the locker room there but uh i don't think mean girl click. i don't think it, it it all falls on the being left out of the national team because this is something we've been seeing since uh the uh the new year here look it, i'll start off by saying go ahead you no I, i'm just gonna set it up for you it is a known fact and i think everybody's noticed that ever since jj left rafa has gone down in terms of production whether or not that has to, anything to do with Rissim or whether or not that has to do with the way he's being deployed and asked to play, I don't know. But go ahead, Shane. I was going to say, I'll start off by saying that um, I'm pretty sure he's not he's not happy about the fact that he's left out of the, the, the you know, the convocatoria for, for these uh, very important, you know, qualifiers for, 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 you know, the World Cup if Portugal does go ahead and advance. I'm pretty sure every every professional soccer player, every amateur soccer player has dreams of playing in these types of games. So I'm sure he's not happy about it. But to all of a sudden sit here and see this, you know, guy that just mopes around with a frown on his face every single game, all of a sudden, this to me is just, yo, was the convenience, the perfect and convenient um, excuse at the right time, Dave. It showed up at the right time. Yapa, let's just blame that. Because as Dave said, and and, and, and any Benfica that's been watching Benfica like we all do and the Freddies and everybody listening to this, we don't miss a game. We've seen the guy. We've seen the way he's carried himself over the, over the last few months. You can clearly tell he is not a happy camper. We don't know what the reasons are, right? Um, but there's plenty of speculation on this. And so, again, go to the tape. Video don't lie. We've seen this, you know, disgruntled guy that's been around there for a while. Benfica scoring goals. He doesn't celebrate. He has not been the same player playing with joy. Something switched off at some point. You can tell he has not been the same rough. And so not just his attitude, you can notice it on the field, but also his production has also dropped. Right. And so I think now it's the perfect excuse. Like, yo, look, it's not on Benfica. It's not on you, the fans, which it probably has a lot more to do with that than it does with the national team. It just, yo, it fell on his lap. Papa, Confocatoria comes out. I'm not happy. Rather than, you know, opening up a big can of worms here, let's just blame it on that and everybody will accept it and move on. But as I said before, anyone that watches Benfica on the regular understands very well that there's a lot more to it than just the Confocatoria. You think maybe he's uh, he's uh, he's very upset because there's a rumor that Lodge might be interested in him? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> he, I think he liked Lodge, right? He played on the Lodge. He played on the Lodge with with regularity. He also made Lodge's bed. That's how. Uh, that's well, how Keeney al- is allegedly. Allegedly, uh, I, I don't yeah, know. Alleged. If you listen to PZ's wife, they they think that they were set up. <laughs> they were set up. They were set up by somebody. By somebody. And, and yo, and look, going back to that, I told you guys then I'll tell you again. Lodge did come up with a bit and tell PZ, I've been screwed by the same people. So that left me all scrambling my brass. So I don't know. Yeah. No, and, and Sheik Marcelino is saying Rafa lacks the, the fire to play football. If you watch the interview that he was when he was signed, he was asked how he felt to 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 sign. And he said he just shrugged his shoulders and says that it's a nice club. It, it, it doesn't strike me. You're right. It doesn't strike me as the guy that's extremely extroverted. Uh, in uh, in celebrating goals, but I have seen him celebrate goals. Not lately, I'm talking about lately. I'm not yeah. talking about three years. ago. When was the last time he scored, Dave? Top was his teammate. It was December. 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 Uh, that was the stat yeah, here. This, exactly. Yeah. December against Marikin. Exactly, baby. Can that, you can you pull up that? Much better, but that's what I'm saying. You look at his stats. You look at the way he's playing. Can you really tell me he's shocked that he's not being called up to the Portuguese national team? Solely, I mean, forget everything else off the field, just on the field, solely on the way he's been playing. You tell me this guy is that big of a novel that he doesn't understand that like I've been playing like shit. Therefore, my chances of being called up are really 
not very good. I can understand that Come too, on, dude. I can understand. I can yo, understand. You want to get called to the national team? Step up and play like yo. Play the way you're supposed to play. I don't feel sorry for him. Yeah, he didn't all of a sudden have a coaching change and got benched because the coach does. You know, no, the guy's still getting the same amount of minutes. He's out there. It's on him to perform. Yeah. No, I understand it. And on the on the inverse, you got you got Weigel, right? That earned the call up to the to the German national team yes, exactly. in quite a while based on his performances. Based, well, I think it's just based, based, based to beat Jackson. So they're like, hey, Epa, <laughs> hey, Epa, we gotta take these guys here. But no. No, I you know, uh for a lot for the teams that have already qualified for the World Cup, this um this double fixture uh date on the calendar is also an opportunity to bring in guys that haven't been see. part of that core group, see where they're at, right? Uh, and I do an, – look, I don't want to take any credit away from, from Weigel, actually, for being called, uh, but certainly it's 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 nice. And, and in terms of a morale booster for, for Weigel, that's huge because if he's been working hard and he associates his working hard with being called, which we could say that's valid, right? Certainly, it's motivation for him to continue. Yeah, you call it working hard. I call it playing alongside of Delta Opt and looking for this. Adult making people millions all around the world. That's what he does. You see this guy? You see this guy? I don't even see this. Oh, you see this guy? See this guy? one bullshit guy. I got to teach you how to play with these buttons. Yeah. Hey. Thank you, Dave. All right. Oh, okay. okay. Right. <laughs> Did you ever retire that one yet? No, no that, one's staying. that one's not retiring. That one's staying. Um, but anyway, uh, so Benfica goes into the the half um, up one nothing as a result of that uh, individual effort by uh, by Rafa. Um, but uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't an easy uh, half for Benfica. Uh, then uh, Sturil came out in the second half, pressed high again, came at Benfica. And then we get the second goal by Ramos and an assist by Gilberto Carlos. Um, two nothing for Benfica. Uh, and then Benfica just got got more confident after that goal. And, and if you can, and I was talking about this last week in terms of coming off a, a, a highly emotional game uh, in Europe, that there, there's always a banana peel game, the game afterwards. But I think that. Um, that Benfica showed some confidence, especially after they they scored that second goal. Then after that, they they just try to control the game. They didn't do much more after that, but uh, certainly the second goal helped. The second, especially seeing how Sturil came out to play the second half. Of course, of course it helps, and they gave Benfica a little bit of a breathing room, and the uh, fans got into it. All of a sudden, the confidence that Mojo is back in the building. And then the only thing I'm looking at after that, Dave, is am I going to get my 3-0 prediction correct? You know, and, and the kid Araujo comes in, he gets a header by himself. I'm like, there it is, 3-0. Eh, goes wide. And then he proceeds that by a few minutes later, giving the ball away in his own half <laughs> and then letting the team score, making it 2-1. So I don't know which one of you two yeah. got it right, but I know you guys are in cahoots with Araujo, and I don't I don't think that's right. No, me and uh, – me and uh... – one of you guys, Rodriguez, me and Rodriguez got it right. Uh, out of cook stuff. Oh, uh, cookers. The, the guy, the guy, the guy. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you, yeah I said two one. You said two one. You said three. Dave said three one. Yeah, it was three zero. I mean, they just well, whatever. Yeah. But listen, oh, I, I, I wanted to point that out about about the scores because I think it's a little nice little thing that we do here on the podcast. Yeah. That being said, um, all jokes aside, um, I don't know how. Any real Benfica can watch this game and be convinced that this is the coach to take over the team next year and go going forward. I mean, it, it, this is a team that just obviously played a tremendous game. Not tremendous. I mean, the effort was tremendous, but the game was whacking itself. The result was the positive part. But still, as you mentioned, the emotional levels were crazy high. On the road, Champions League, get on to the next round. Then you come home against the opposition that lost their best player, playing at home, right? You should have this game under control. Vlaco Dimos and the upright were Benfica's best players in the first half. Um, and then, you know, obviously they got on the scoreboard. They created plenty of opportunities, but it was never one of those games that, okay, it's out of reach for the opposition. You can tell that Sturil 
at any moment can spring a couple of passes forward and and puts the guy the first of You know what I mean? I'm laughing at uh, what Magnitude just said. You said all joke aside, and then he said, "Why are you talking about Verissimo?" <laughs> I, I said what? You said you said all jokes aside, uh -huh. and then you started talking about Verissimo. Oh, I thought I said why. Well, I mean, it's yeah, all jokes well, aside. Let me but... ask you guys in, in, in this, and, and I'll, I guess the Freddies can can jump in also. Let me set up this scenario, right? I already probably know what the answer is, but it's still good to talk about it, right? But... Let's say, right, Verissimo puts on a masterclass, beats Liverpool, Bro. and we get into the Champions League final. That's your first error. You we still got You're skipping over the Bayern and Villarreal. Dave, but it's part of it, right? Hey, it's part of it. This guy Poverissimo and Masterclass <laughs> in the same set. That part, they, they, come on. Just go. Let me set up that. Let's say the soccer gods or the football gods are with us, right? And Verissimo puts on a, a tactical Masterclass against Klopp, right? We get past... Then we uh, we end up squeezing by Bayern another with another masterclass. Master master we class. get to the final, not necessarily win the final, but we get to the so final. Hold on, so we we beat the two best teams in the world, and we lose the final. Eh, that's <laughs> but it's typical Benfica, right? Typical yeah. Benfica. I mean, we um, are we are second. Let, let me we're ask. Let me guys. Final. Let me ask you guys this: Is Verissim your coach for next season? If he could get that accomplished, I'll answer real quick. If he beats them and beats Real Madrid 10-0 in the final, no. <laughs> Dave? No, I, I think I saw this on Twitter before. He could be like our Di Matteo when Chelsea went all the way to the, uh, the the Champions League final and they won, and then they didn't even bring him back at the, for the start of the next season. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, I don't uh, – I think – good guy, but uh, not, not for the club right now. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm trying to, to see here some some Red Baron says no 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 that that a no that's a no <laughs> yeah I'm I'm oh, um, she, Juventus Juventus passed yeah I think We're tied with Juve and I think they passed they have one more I think. yeah I think that uh, regardless of how Verissim does for the for the rest of the season and he could have by some miracle of God win the the you Portuguese know, league you want to hear what the sad part is this is the real sad part <clears throat> sad and scary. Is that I don't think we're gonna oh, Lord, I, I, trust me, I wanna eat I eat, I wanna eat crow. I, I want eat like loads and loads of crow, but I don't think we're gonna go to the Champions League final, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't think you're don't, going out on a limb on that, that one, eh, Chris? <laughs> yeah. I I I don't know, man. There's something inside me that tells me he might still be the coach next year. That's what's really scary. The, yeah, it is scary. The scary thing is that. We're eight games away or seven games a game, whatever is left in, in the league, right? And understandable that we're most likely going to have to start our season earlier to play the qualifiers to get into the Champions League. And the fact that there's not even a rumor, a valid rumor about a possible there name. There's one rumor. There was a bell, buddy. That, that was it. But that's the room. Yeah, but uh, but it was the same. I just hope it wasn't the same guys that were saying that day was going to arrive in Lisbon the next day to sign for Benfica. So it was the same brazucas were screwed. <laughs> or, or that guy uh, Pedro Sepulveda announcing that uh, John Texter had done something that uh, and invested in Porto or something like that, and then Texter said, yeah, "It's exclusive." John's exclusive. I'm right here for everybody. Ex yeah, exclusive. <laughs> Where did you hear that? You didn't even take the time to call me and confirm it. Um, but yeah. Uh, but I, it just—it's scary, man. It's really, really scary that there's no one lined up yet. Not eat. Oh, well. I mean, it, here's it, a to cut you off. In, in guys, ladies and gentlemen, in Benfica world, there's there ain't no secrets. Everything, <laughs> some way, somehow, always comes out. No, but 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 that's fine. But there's always a mole somewhere. Yeah. There ain't no room. There's no. There's so nothing for the mole to find. Leads you to believe that there really is nothing. And yeah. then you see Paul Fonseca. I think one of the newspapers asked him something about, you know, if he'd be in. He's like, you know, or he's been contacted. He's like, look, it's an honor to it'd be an honor to coach him, but nobody's contacted me. Nothing. And the guy's like, literally in Portugal, right, sitting in our backyard. He, he was living in 
in um, Ukraine with his wife. And he's obviously, uh, we all know what's going on over there yet to, you know, to, to, to get out of town. And uh, he's in Portugal. He's in our own backyard. And yeah, conversas. Nah. Yeah. We got our coach. <laughs> We're happy. The guy, I mean, you know, we've, but I just don't understand how anyone could watch a Vrishim coach team and have any type of confidence. I know you gave him credit for, for the crazy, stupid ass substitution. Good credit to him. He got the result. We're still on that. There was a dumb substitution. I'll stop. I'll, I'm, you know how we talk about that game with Steve Beck and they, the Pazera, right? I'm that substitution is going to stick with me forever because it made absolutely no sense. Now the outcome worked out, but, uh, uh, but I, I, I haven't, this is supposed to be the Seppi specialist. <laughs> Although we get scored on on Seppi. We haven't scored any goals on Well, we did. We scored at Seppi's and Darwin. But I'm, corner kicks, right? It's supposed to be our set piece guru. I just I haven't seen, it, it, as far as the team play, I haven't seen any improvement. I have seen improvements on guys like uh, Gonzalo Rums. Yes, there are individuals that you could tell that there, there have been improvements in their play. But team-wise, we're still leaking chances left and right. Vlako Dimus still has to stand on his head, you know, in, in against a team like like Studio. Think about it. it like not against Ajax. It's against Stu uh, Ajax. They he might, had an they, easier game against Ajax. Say, Ajax <laughs> had more shots, but as far as danger, they, it was nowhere near what Studio posed. You know what I mean? It just it, it just leaves you scratching your head. Um, but you know it is what it is, man. Some like, people this is you know Portuguese. It is what it is. Also, it's like it's kind of like you know it's kind of like. <laughs> I hope no, I'm not talking trash about nobody if you're listening. I'm not talking, I'm not criticizing. But it's kind of like, you know, you go to you go to you go to you come to my house and I just made a batch of wine and it's the worst wine in the world. You taste that shit makes your throat go dry. And I'm like, yeah, I mate, because it's yours. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's kind of like that. And it's I, like a, it's like a courtesy almost. Yeah, no, right? no, but even you might say it is, but for me, the casa nunca mal, and that's for this. For this is being premida lá em casa. Yeah. Um, I, I think to, that we could all agree that you know, Cristiano has already mentioned there's been some players that have improved under him. But the one thing that he's also brought, he he, he has brought some some consistency to the eleven where he's had a very tight knit group of nine, ten guys that have they're always playing um and with the exception of the guys that get hurt or have sus suspensions some of the guys come in but the one thing that he's had is he's really is stabilized the the 11 if you will Ooh, um i mean it helps that everybody has been getting hurt suspensions i mean well, it also hurt it helps that his first a month and a half it's they're playing every once a week now with uh, you, we're gonna preview April here. It's gonna be a game every three, four, four days. You're gonna need to rotate some positions yeah. here and there as yeah. well, right? So in January we're playing once every once every seven days, basically, and yeah. up until the end of February where we start uh, we start playing the the fixtures against uh, Ajax there. Yeah, yeah, but but please, God, just no. be very wary, right? You know, read the fine print. Don't just don't just hit order, bro. Look at the reviews, right? You know, when you go to Amazon and, and you order something that's got a million reviews, that's that's you know five stars. That that's probably a good product. Now you got one further down the line with one star and three reviews, bro. Be very wary. Yeah, all I know is that the the B team hasn't been doing uh, as well uh since he left so maybe that's where he needs to go <laughs> he's a fantastic uh second division coach Good. that's where he needs to go maybe he, he works well he works well with youngsters the set pieces you know over there they have a bigger advantage you know the guy <laughs> he works well with youngsters um but anyway um it, it could have been a tough game for Benfica, uh, and i thought that studio uh came to style loose to play they didn't set up in the back like many teams uh do um the second half they came out to play. Benfica scored that goal, put a damper on on what their hopes were for for the second half, uh, and then they were able to get that that goal um, at the end of the game. You know that that clean sheet that uh, went away. Um, but look, it was uh, it could have been a tough game for Benfica, especially coming off uh, a game in Europe. Um, but it turned out okay. I think that Benfica scored at the right moments. It will. It was almost. Uh, clinical in, in a way that Befica scored. Befica scored at a time where 
Um, they come off from hitting the upright. They came off from from a, a very good Odysseus save. Uh, but if he could scores a goal against the, I guess you could the run of play. You could say right. It's the run of play against the run of play. Is this another British term? Were you like, did you no. go look at the British terms? Like it looks like. No, I I think that footy against terms against <laughs> you got a foot, footy terms book. Um, footy no, terms for dummies. And then I think that the the goal in the in the fifty second minute also comes at a time where where Stril was was pushing us. Uh, so I thought that both Benfica goals were very clinical in the way that uh, they were scored in terms of the timing that they were scored. And I thought that Benfica ends up obviously winning the game justly, but I wouldn't say that they dominated Sturil. I thought it was going to be an easier match. I, th- I didn't think Benfica was going to be under such heavy bar. I mean, they, call it what you want. They had excellent chances to score. They had like grade A chances. You know, like the new stat, Dave. You ever watch La Liga on ESPN now? Like chances a real goal, like 80%. No, they got this new yeah, stupid the stat. goal expectancy. Yeah, goal expectancy. Like, like you guys thought Sozinha frente Belize is expected to score 93%. Why? The other seven? Well, you might have a Brian Ruiz in front of goal. Like <laughs> you're taking that into account. But those chances, that goal expectancy, Dave, they were high grade chances. Yeah, that's, that's what I, think, I think. I think the I think the the two one scoreline is just right. We, though the second half we had it all under control, but uh, especially there in the first half, I think uh, we were lucky not to concede uh, a goal there. So I think the overall the two line two one scoreline was just, even though that that last goal there at the end uh, was a little bit of a blunder there. Like, yeah, uh, yeah we mentioned, but they they deserved a goal. They deserved a goal. Dave, and let's not forget, we had the post. You had that one Trivella save. You had another one that went wide. And then you had the one that, like like, like uh, Sheik Marcelino was mentioning. The Vertonghen takes off Vertonghen the line almost. Take, I mean, that was a shit shot. That was yes. the beginning yeah. of the first, second half. Yeah, I mean, they, they had clear, clear chances. Um, But, hey, Strelinho was on our side, and we got three points. And It was important, man. It was important it, to continue that momentum. It's it's that, yeah, exactly, the momentum, the confidence. That even when things go bad, we're winning games. and Yeah. You know, and, um, and we've seen how fragile this team could be in terms of psyche. Where if there's ever something that goes against them, the team is very quick to uh, to give up. Uh, and having this morale booster and this momentum uh, and this confidence uh, grow, I think it's 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 very good for the team in this final stretch of uh, of the season. I wanted to um, to comment here on. Uh... Our boy Carlos Amaro's uh, comment here on, on the chat where he says there's a clear level of effort, Garra, uh, that was missing. Um, you can't understate the difference he has made. We wouldn't uh, we wouldn't be talking about Liverpool without it. I mean, yes, but I just love how selective we get with our memory, right? Because when we don't like somebody, we forget about the positives, right? When we like it, we, we, we remember all, even the little things. There was Garra there in PSV. I mean, Benfica got a red card early on the first half, and they stuck in there in that game. Benfica was beaten down, if you guys recall. Yeah. And that was under Jesus. Now, did they bring it every single week? No, absolutely not. But there was there was moments of Garra there as well. So yeah, I it's, just... it, it, it's almost when we say here when, when, teams fl- when teams play against Benfica, they don't need that extra motivation to play against Benfica. And so it's the same thing for Benfica, and uh, and somebody w- w- was saying, I, I, or I read this, that they should pay, play the Champions League anthem before every <laughs> Benfica game, even at Stade de Luz, um, that uh, that it's good for them. And, and look, if you can't get up to play in the biggest club competition in the world. Then something's wrong with you. It's not the Tasa de Liga. Not the Tasa. Not the Tasa de Serie. Final Tasa Four show. Final yeah, four. Yo, they, come on, that's a big cup. <laughs> now, it, it, look, it's uh, it, you know, as a player, that's where you want to be. Uh, I mean, thinking about uh, even uh, Gilberto Carlos. Well, apparently not Rafa. Rafa wants to be at the World Cup. No, yeah, that's Rafa's true. It's more happy. important for Rafa to be at the World Cup. Uh, but look, I, I I agree with you, Carlos, and I thought that. Um, that the team kind of tapped into something against uh, the game prior to this. Was it Muridens, was it? Uh, Tondela? I don't know who. Tondela. Uh, Vizela. Vizela. It's, the, it's, it's Ella, Ella something. Ella, Ella, yeah. um, I, I think the team 
tapped into something that I hadn't seen all season yeah, against like Vizel. Tapped into the Champions League bonuses. Like yeah, that's is, that's the truth, man. That's what's important. <laughs> that's important, man. Those bonuses are high, man. You make a lot of money off those games, so I I get it, man. I get it, and it's the it, here's the other thing, right? For a lot of guys that are hoping to make the jump, this the, the season domestically has done nothing for them in terms of raising up their value. So the only way to raise up their value is in Europe, obviously. Um, but but yeah, man. Um, there's only three guys on the roster you spend money on, though. <laughs> Who else you gotta spend? It's Darwin, Weigel, and, and and even Vlaco. That's it. Who else? Uh, Grimaldo. He's leaving on a free, and I wouldn't pay. I mean, I'd, I'd ship he's, him he's out. He's got one more one more year, I think. I would ship him. I mean, yo, you give me 20 mil, I'm out. I'll I, I, I get him first-class ticket. Yeah, there's probably just a handful of guys that I would keep. I'd go get a bank loan like Luis Riviera did to go get uh, Jesus in, 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 in a bank in loan. i get a bank loan and get him a private jet to get him out of Lisbon. Yeah, I think. 20 mil. Yeah, I that that segment that we do at the end of, the, of every season, that uh, buy, sell, loan, that should be interesting. That should be very interesting. Dave, stats on this game so we can move on, bro. Yeah, one uh, one quick stat here. Uh, Benfica's won every single game this season that uh, Rafa has scored in. So uh, when Rafa's on his game, we're, uh, we're winning games here. So 12th goal of the season, uh, first goal in three months. Uh, like I said, first goal since uh, December 19th uh, against uh, Madrid. We had a goal in four assists in that, uh, that game. If you uh, recall, it was a 7-1. Uh, thrashing of uh, Maritmu back in December. Yep. Didn't we also whoop on Braga, our next opponent? Did we beat him like six? We usually right? six whoop one. on. Yeah. We used to whoop on Braga not when uh, when uh, Bell was their coach. Yeah, not all the time. But yeah. <laughs> hey, um, uh, Dave, put up uh, Nick Vald uh, Valadon. I was gonna say Valdano. They used to, used to be Real Madrid man. Put up Nick Valdano Valadon's. Uh, yeah, you. There it is. Never mind. You, you beat me to it, Dave. I should have read. He says, "If if uh, if if I could uh, wave a wand and and would want a coach that can get the most out of his players week in week out, they need the same intensity as a Tasa de Liga game as do with UCL game. Tasa de Liga game as in a UCL game. It's a guy that that demands and brings it every single game, and demands that his players play because ball is namiza, libara, like 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 Gilberto." Well, how much was Everissim and how much was uh, Os Murros na mesa do Rui Costa? Because it seems like every game he's, he's down in the locker room giving some motivation. Yeah, but that's speeches. only when we lose. <laughs> oh, it's only when we lose. He doesn't go there when we... That, that's not that's well, not really fair. When we win, it's Verissimo. When we lose, it's the group. Right. When we lose, it's Rui Costa. Yeah. He's taking, you know, he's taking <clears throat> it on the back. Dave, good with the stats? I'm good. All right. Let's, uh... Who is this magnitude guy? I don't know who he is, but he's a funny guy. Let me tell you, <laughs> this season, Dave, my man, Dave, you, your your stats job is in danger. <laughs> he says, "Imagine Andre Almeida lifting <laughs> yeah, the Champions League." No, but that's, the next guy he says, "That's awesome." Dave just gave his stats that we won every game that Rafa scored in or whatever, and so he goes, "This season, we have won every game where we had one more goal than our opponents." I like this guy. Who's this? Is this Neil? Is this Neil disguised? Neil. Magnitude Neil. I love I love guys that just have these special names like uh like the boy wonder, like magnitude. You have Red LeBaron up there too. Where is he? Yeah. He came yeah, back. Look, I think he that if you're gonna firing. be in, in some YouTube comments, you might as well have a cool name. I like it. Magnitude. I like it. Is isn't that like a a a a uh, like raining, raining entertainment. Uh, ice. That's yeah. There's in the red LeBaron. He says that you want a Jesse Marsh. I didn't even know that Jesse Marsh had gone to uh, over for to, the, uh, Leeds. To Leeds. Philosopher. Two two games. Two game. Two wins in a row. Nice. See, for he him. also had two losses. I think. I the the new Ted blocks. Lasso. The yeah. new Ted Lasso. They're chasing the Ted Lasso effect at that Leeds. Yeah, I would have taken him. I, I do. Oh, I, I, no. And I know this is this is a comment for the for for, for you know our buy sell keep uh, loan met Polish at the end of the year. But uh, we need to identify an American player. And I'm talking about a legit player, and go get one. I think Benfica should get because I think it bring a ton shit of attention to Benfica. Marketability, you know, the whole time. I think it's a good. I think a lot of teams in Europe are, are looking for good American players as well. But 
yeah, I think we, uh, I hope we do that. So Mount Marsh would have been a good shot. He's not a bad coach at all. Chico Marcelino says Andre Almeida has more goals in the Portuguese league than Messi. Chupa. Chupa. <laughs> Chupa Messi. <Engole. laughs> no, uh, I, I thought you were going to go and, and talk about Jesse Marsh. Uh, Chris and I, we, we, we personally load Jesse Marsh, right? From because we've we've covered the Red he's Bulls. A nice, a nice guy. We've been in the locker rooms. We've been to presses with Jesse Marsh, and I I always I always thought that Jesse Marsh is a good coach. I'm I'm glad that he landed on his feet with uh, with Leeds after being sacked at uh, Leipzig. Uh, but sir, let me ask you this: Would you take uh, Jesse Marsh at Benfica? I mean, when your options are Verissimo or him, <laughs> <laughs> well, when your options are Verissimo or my mom. My mom. At least my mom would whip people into shape. No, no. Let's look at this Champions League draw that happened this past Friday. It does not. You know, it's up and up. It's not fishy at all. <laughs> Unlike the the yeah. the first the first uh, the round for the for the groups for the knockout stages, this one <laughs> went smoothly from what from at least yeah, what we ball, saw. Cold ball. Uh, yeah. um, and uh, we uh, we drew uh, Liverpool. First game is on April fifth at Luge. Then we go to travel to Anfield uh, to play them on the thirteenth. Um, <clears throat> I guess. Look, um, I, I last last podcast we all we all chose a team. I don't think any of us chose Liverpool. No, I did, uh, there were two teams. I think I said if I didn't say it last time, I'll say it again. There was two teams I did not want to face. I did not want to draw, and that was Liverpool and Bayern Munich. Um, because those two teams scared the living crap out of me. Mm. Because when they got four, they won five. When they got five, they won six. When they got six, they yeah. won eight. You know, and, and I thought obviously Manchester City also has the, the the ability to do that, but due to the fact that you have a boatload of former Benfica play, I think they they would just get to four. Look, they did it to Sporting. They beat in the first game five nil. Played them at home and just touched the ball around and even try to score goals. It was like all right, we did enough. They, I don't believe that they try to embarrass people. Liverpool. And Bayern Munich have no damn pity on nobody. Yeah. So I mean, look, this I, I, is yeah, it's the tough between them and Bayern. I believe those th those were the two toughest matchups for any team, and so it's going to be. I think that tough. I think that that city is very good. Yeah. But they're not like what, what you're mentioning in terms of they're not stepping score on score one. They score two. There's. Manchester City will will get comfortable in the game, and then they'll just touch the ball around and make you sniff the ball, um, and not necessarily attack your goal. Uh, and uh, I think that's the difference between Liverpool and, and Man City. I felt that Atletico Madrid would have been a good matchup for us, uh, just because of how inconsistent they've been all season. I, I mean, when you're looking at that, I mean, I would take Real Madrid over Liverpool all day. Liverpool they just suffocate the hell out of you. Yeah. They press you everywhere on the pitch. They give you no type of breathing room. They're constantly, every time they get the ball, they're, they're let's go to goal. Goal. That's it. They have one objective. Let's get the ball in the back of the net. They don't care how they do it. Get the ball. And that's it. Recover and score. Recover Hit it off the score. upright. You know, they just, they just <laughs> want to go. Um, and so, I mean, trust me, man. Look, it's going to be beautiful going to Anfield, obviously. It's going to be one of those with the Benfica supporters, and we know that we get a tremendous, we do a tremendous job of, of supporting this club anywhere in the world. So it, that's going to be beautiful to see us alongside, you know, people who are, you know, this is a, a venue that is known for the, you know, you never walk alone, the singing, the chants. It's it's one of these. I know that Manchester United has the the theater of dreams, but this is also, I, I believe, it's. It's in the same. I mean, this is where dreams are made of, and it's in places like yeah. this to support Champions League quarterfinals. You know, I just hope that Benfica pulls off another shocker. I know that we, looking at it on paper, there's absolutely um, no possibility of getting through. But if you guys recall, back in 2006, Benfica were playing the almighty Liverpool Reds, right? Um, defending Champions League champions after being down 3-0 to Maisi Milan and overturning 
uh, the result tying 3-3 and eventually winning in penalties. Then the very next year, Benfica goes, you know, gets them in the knockout rounds, uh, round of 16, I believe, beats them 1-0 at home, goes to Anfield, Mikoli and uh, Simon Sabroza bangers. Uh, we walked away with it. I mean, 3 nothing aggregate. It, yeah, it, I think we shocked the world. So yeah, and there, I'm it, hoping we get a there was bit a, there was a very strong team. Oh yeah, they were defending champions. Very very strong team. Uh, I think that Benfica is going to obviously struggle. Uh, and and Chico Marcelina had, had said something about um, the low the low block. I think Liverpool is easier to stop with a defensive low block than City, and City works better in small spaces. I I get that. Um, but I think it's gonna it's gonna be very difficult. I think it's gonna be very difficult for Benfica. Uh, but look, I mean, you've gotten this far. What do you got to lose? Um, I, the only thing is that don't don't get embarrassed. That's that's all I'm gonna ask for, See, Papa, bro. But when you go into a game with that thought in mind, don't get embarrassed. You you normally do get embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. Because usually when you you go in with the intent of defending, you end up getting burned. Um, but I, we I know we know we're gonna be pinned. It, it's we're yeah. gonna be we're gonna be pinned. You know? As any other team in the world yeah, would absolutely. be by Liverpool. Absolutely. But at the same time, I think Benfica has to be smart, play compact defense, and look, you gotta have a guy in the midfield that can make an outlet pass, and then hopefully Rafa stops whining, right? <laughs> and he gets on one of those magical runs against Van Dyke, right? And then he finishes one off for Darwin. You know, Darwin Van Dyke is gonna be a very interesting. Uh, a matchup, and just like you know, they they look. They have a phenomenal team. They have a really good team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's not much we could but, say about. But I'll that. say this much: this is this is what this is where Benfica should be every single year. This is what the at least to this to this. Of course, I I always to I, this round. Dave, if you recall, a few weeks ago, I said Benfica should always their goal. They should always strive for. Their goal at the end of the season is reaching the quarterfinals every single year. Every single that should be where they want to go. And then after that, hey, whatever happens, mm. happens. But I think that's the type of club that Benfica should strive to be. A club that gets out of the Champions League group stage every single year. A club that look, obviously, if you're gonna draw, you know, big mighty powerhouse in, in the round of 16, shit happens. You know, you play the age, the Ajaxes, you play the Zenits of the world, the Sevillas, the Tottenhams. You play these secondary teams. There should be no reason why Benfica should not be able to take these teams on head to head and you know play them, olhos nos olhos, and you know, and let the best team win. Yeah, I could I could picture a, a Liverpool fan watching the highlights from the game this past weekend and seeing Rafa score that goal on that run and not celebrate and go, that guy is a straight cold killer. Oh, Rafa? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to be impressed with that goal, but that's about it. Yeah, and no the no celebration like he he's he's done he does this every day. Um but look, anyway, um it's going to be a tough game. Dave, what what are your thoughts, man? What are your thoughts on on the match? It's going to be uh, it's definitely going to be tough, right? Uh like you guys mentioned, nobody uh here wanted uh to face uh face Liverpool, but We've seen uh, stranger things happen before. We've made reference to the uh, the 06 run that this uh, this club uh, went on when they, I think they beat uh, United in the group stage and then they beat uh, Liverpool uh, in the uh, the round of 16. But we uh, lost to Barca. Yeah. yeah, and but this is going to be, uh, I think this Liverpool is uh, is way stronger than that Liverpool in 06, even coming off. Uh, the uh, the European uh, Cup or the Champions League that they won the previous year that still wasn't they weren't tearing up the uh, the Premier League I'm, if I'm not mistaken they might have been finishing I don't even know if they finished in the top four I think they had to win the Champions League to uh, qualify for the next year's um, tournament but um, definitely going to be a tough task here for uh, Benfica but um like you guys are alluding to, it's it's all gravy from here, right? Uh, yeah. Like I don't think nobody expected us to to be in this position at this uh, this point. So yeah, it's gravy, and you, uh, it's uh, it's already a huge financial uh, boost to the uh, the club. Yeah, it's all gravy. Like I said before, bro. Look, this is the beauty of sport. This is where you want to be, and um, it's gonna be fun as long as it's too 
vamos sair de, vamos sair dali todos borrados right as long as it's not like that it, it's it is what it is we understand that clubs like Benfica can't in today's format the way they have it set up i mean you see how much money that these teams from the EPL la liga serie a even even ligon right in the bundesliga the, the buckets and buckets of money that they get for their participation you know just from tv as opposed to portuguese teams i mean it, it, we we know looking on paper we two players in, in in liverpool probably make their two salaries you know salah and mané probably i don't even know the highest i know salah is probably the highest paid player but whoever second after that their salaries probably cover everybody Benfica's all salary you know what i mean like it's going we all understand it's tough as hell to play to play against these teams but nonetheless you still want to be there the other Portuguese fans laughing all Benfica vai isto, Benfica vai assim, vai acontecer. Bro, you still, what, so, okay, era melhor perder contra o Ajax, não ir para casa. Like, we got no chance, let's lose. No, bro, you got to fight this chance. Let's go, let's go out there and play the game and see what happens. So, I hope they have Yeah, I mean, attitude. yeah, like Dave said, we, we got there. You know, it's, uh, what do we have to lose? Let's, let's go, let's go. Um, somebody was saying that uh, Salah is like a super Rafa. Uh, Boris. Boris, what I think is that you know how uh, how uh, Imars was Messi's uh, idol. I think that uh, Rafa is Salah's idol. Now, what was that? That was that was my attempt at comedy. Sometimes, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's shit. <laughs> anyway, he, he's available, right? He's available to come coach Benfica, right? I would right? not. I would not. <laughs> Got Got too so. <laughs> he's, he's he's the Bro, guy that I just you, quoted. Could you imagine? I was in pain. Like I was trying to read. Could you imagine Gattuso at the Ladrão and Sergio Conceição? Oof. That's a pay-per-view. That's a cage match, right? That's what they call it. Pay-per-view, Dave. Cage match. Yeah. yeah. UFC? I'm not my not mask. Cage match. No. Remember you? They were young. Remember they, back in the days in, in WWE. They, yeah, used, yeah, they used to yeah, drop the cage on the ring. Now they so have the cage, cage for the the UFC MMA. That's not a cage. It's an octagon. It's an octagon, okay. dude. So, Dave, you're a wrestling guy. You don't semantics, know what, what Dave, I'm referring semantics. to, Dave. I I know what you're re re referring you to, like a steel okay. cage match where you got yeah. to yeah. climb out of right. the cage. Yeah, yes. Dave, I was wrong, but you corrected me. Steel cage match. Yes. They didn't. They didn't want the Hart brothers fall off of one and broke his back. Something like that, right? He's yeah. dead. He died. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Cool. Um. Anyway, but uh, you know, we'll we'll have a, another chance to to talk about this uh, game in detail next time. With uh, we reconvene. Uh, as we mentioned, the game will happen on the fifth. We will reconvene when, Dave? Not this next. Not this Tuesday. The Tuesday after that, because since this is an international the break. Tuesday after that is the fifth. Is the fifth? Okay, so we're gonna reconvene here uh, on okay. Monday. No, we're gonna do the on the fourth. No, oh, we'll do a preview for the game. Maybe we do a short, a short type of thing. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, take ten no, we don't. We don't need to do a preview. We, we just, we just did. did the preview. We just... <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna say again, yo. We hope we don't get embarrassed tomorrow. No, it, it, look, uh, Rafa is gonna be nice and fresh because he didn't get called up to the national. Yeah, <laughs> but but then again, uh, you know, these national teams. Let's let let's see what happens because uh, there's COVID's going up again. Uh, you got guys, even though right now uh, the only thing I think it's five days minimum that they would uh, need to stay out if they got COVID. But you never know. With these international breaks, you hope that nobody gets hurt um, and hope that the team will be so healthy. Hussein should have a house party at Pep's house and invite all the Liverpool players. Is that what yeah. you say? Well, uh, Pep uh, probably helped out Taremi uh, off the pool. And uh, that's how he, that's how we got uh, that's how we got COVID. I don't know. Well, Rating Entertainment says, "What about after Portugal gets knocked out?" Epa, he, he, Epa, we we'll leave we'll leave here, that right? for the Slesson pod, man. Right. Yeah, no Benfica players in that national team. It's fine by me, man. I'm not planning on watching the the, the national team at all. Just wait until Roberto Carlos becomes a neutralized Portuguese. A neutralized. <laughs> naturalized. Neutralized. Neutralized. <laughs> well, when he plays under Fernand Sanch, he's going to be neutralized. That's, uh, that's yeah. for sure. Hey, if Otavio can make it, why not Gilberto? After yeah. all, the competition is what? Uh, Cancelo, Smedo. Yeah, but, but 
<laughs> Look, I, 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 it, <laughs> Law, uh Who else? I don't want to get into this. I'm trying to. I was going to say the one dude that that dude that plays for Arsenal, Cedric. Cedric. Cedric got called up again. Cedric the Entertainer. He took three right backs. Yeah, but they couldn't call Rafa. Cedric. They're gonna use a right uh, a right back to play right wing. Cancelo can't play. I don't think. I know he can't play, but they called. So I guess they left played out. So it was Cedric, Cancelo. Smith was hurt. I think. I know. Who the hell did I just say? Daloy, they call Daloy. There it is. That's the three right backs. Yes, yeah. exactly. Anyway, all right. Well, Dave, what does our um, month of April look like? You already mentioned that is uh, that's very busy, but you know, go through the schedule. Let everybody yeah. let everybody know. So we've got uh, Braga actually right after the uh, international break on the second. Going by the second because our lovely league still hasn't uh, posted. Uh, Times and dates uh, for our April schedule here. So, Dave, not to cut you off, but the newspapers have already said that that Darwin and Otamendi are not going to be. Yeah, they're nobody not knows when the hell that game is played. How do they? You know, <laughs> uh, it's just. But go ahead, go ahead, Dave. Just touche, touche. But uh, yeah, first game back after international break is against Braga uh, at Braga. Then uh, we come back and play uh, Liverpool at home on April the fifth. Followed by uh, BSAD also at uh, at home on the 10th. Then we go to Anfield on uh, the 13th. Uh, followed by going uh, to the Avalad against uh, Sporting on the 16th. Back at the Estadio de Luz against uh, Famalicao on uh, the 24th. And then we uh, end off our busy uh, month of April going to Madeira to play uh, Maritimo on the 30th. Yeah. So yeah, I believe that's uh, seven games. Uh, seven games there in uh, in about thirty days. Uh, Busy month, man. Busy month. We got uh, Bolinas sandwiched in between that uh, that Liverpool uh, fixtures, and then Sporting right after we come back from Anfield. Uh, even though I think that the the third place is is locked up right now, and I don't think that Benfica um, will go will go past that past or or below that third place i think that's locked up we still need to play the games and, and obviously win them uh but i don't think that benfica is in any danger of losing that third place nor is benfica close enough to um to get past Sporting, in my opinion and um you know maybe i'm being a little bit negative i would say i'm being a little bit of a realist uh, as we look at uh, this extremely congested month of uh, of April and what Benfica needs to do, so it's it's almost like a a little a little cycle that Benfica will need to go through this month of April and, and see where the team ends up uh, when it's all said and done. Um, anyway, <clears throat> what else we got? That's it. Oh, um, volleyball, nineteenth Portuguese Cup uh, added. To their uh, to their trophy case this past weekend. É o que eu digo. Vocês, vocês, quando podcast, quando mas, mas peraí. vocês dão mais razão, bro. We we've become sporting, bro. Look, I like volleyball coach, phenomenal guy. But now we become sporting. Now we we're talking about other sports as opposed to. You know why um why I mentioned it because uh, once upon a time, and this is more for the older listeners, we used to have a friend of ours that uh, helped us out, uh, and he used to uh, record a. Uh, a little audio segment that we used to put in our, oh, our podcast Nelson. and right. Nelson Lucindo and uh, Nelson I, I miss yeah Nelson Lucindo I have yeah I haven't I haven't spoken to him in a while I gotta yeah, get I don't him know what see, see him. what's he happening he just disappeared but uh he used to say nas modalidades and then he used to give us some results on the modalidades so that just reminded me of Nelson I hope he's doing well gotta give him a call um anyway I think that's all we got Dave, you got anything else? I see you got that uh, the Canadian um, Damn, dude, track suit, he has track top. Yes, and tweeted since. Yeah, when uh, when Portugal fails to qualify, at least we've got uh, Canada to fall back on here. And you guys all have the same. Dave, too. I got to be honest with you, man. I I used to like um I used to like Canada, the national team. Canada I used to kind of uh, used to. When the hell were you supporting the Canadian national team? I, well, I, I, think... I, symp I sympathized with them and I liked them to win, right? But when 
before Steven Vittoria was before, there. Before Steve, before uh, Fernando Vittoria became a dick, and Eustachio yeah. became a dick. Wait, why is Vittoria? Became... Wait, who became a dick? Eustachio for sure. Eustachio and Vittoria. Vittoria became become a dick. Vittoria is not a dick. Very nice guy. Vittorio's he was a dick when he when he played against field. Benfica. He's like he had a hard on. Of course, he wants to prove it's his sure. They, wrong. How did the club treat him when uh, when he was yeah, there? Yeah, we could be respectful. Hey, the club paid the salary every week. I'm sure every month, whatever it was. I'm no, sure treated treat him really I'll, nice. I'll vouch for Vittorio. I met him uh, before their last game when they were up yeah. here, and uh, nice yeah. nice guy. But uh, there's the, the, you for sure. Not, the Nelson uh, Lucindo, the, the Nelson Lucindo connection that uh, Nelson and I created a, a, a fake Steven Vittoria. Uh, oh, so that was profile on Twitter. Aww. And we used, but it, it said not Steven Vittoria. So you were part of that. Yeah. Me and Nelson. We, we used to tweet off that account. Two clowns. Because I remember I was talking about it on the podcast. Like, wondering who the hell. I remember you asked if I knew who it was. I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. No, it was, it, it, was me and, it was me and Lucinda. We used to, uh, yeah, we had a couple. And then we kind of had to quit it because uh, that shit was getting, people were getting serious about it. Um, anyway, that's all we got. <laughs> Victoria, if you're listening, come on a podcast, bro. He's a nice guy. He's at Muridens now, right? Yeah, they, Dave knows him. Still at Murines. Yeah, I, I would like to. The only can yeah. the only Canadian I would like to get on a podcast is Alfonso Fernando Davis. Guiar. Oh, talking about Alfonso Davis. Alfonso Davis. Davis. Fernando Guiar, I'd like to get man. I think that there's a lot of stories from Fernando Guiar that uh, that will be extremely entertaining. Quando a gente tinha tomado em camangueira, não havia shampoo, não havia sabonete. Remember, that's what the guys all Robocop. You do stuff. Anyway. Dave, always nice. Uh, Freddy's, thank you for, for coming in and, and keeping us company. Best. You're the best. Uh, you guys are very active on the chat. Uh, cool. And uh, the guys with the cool names, man, that's that's pretty awesome. Anyway, that's all we got. Cristiano, these, these bye-bye are senhores. Guys with the cool names with the rest of you guys. Eat it. That's fucked up. Yo, you're <laughs> the rest of you guys. No, look, Raining Entertainment is here, man. Then you got uh, Red the Red Baron. And you had Magnitude, who was uh, who was dropping comments and shaking the, the chat box. You know, Chris is just going to create a, a fake YouTube account to to join in the uh, the chat there too while uh, while we're recording the podcast. And then I'm you... here, Dave. I'm here. I'm talking. I know, you. but you're going to come up with another cool name because you clearly. Uh, uh, I don't have that great of imagination, bro. Yeah, and uh, what do you call it? And and Carlos Amaro also to yeah, keep us. His, uh, he's got a corny name. To keep us no, no, it doesn't. You just keep, said all the guys the cool names. No, everybody else. No, but Car Carlos is I Timo, like Carlos because he, cool. he keeps us uh Timo Timoteo. Timo oh Timoteo is not cool. Timoteo. Right? That, that, that's <laughs> Timoteo is like a Saurian. But Timo, it could be like Timo Warner, it could be German, it could be Finnish. A, a cool Timo, name. I saw that picture that you posted of your of your family uh, on Instagram, I believe. Your, your son is almost as tall as you, man. Oh, I thought you were gonna tell Timo called Mind. That's <laughs> no man. I would never say that to I'm him. Not... I love no, you. Your son is uh, almost as big as you, Timo. He's cool. He's cooler than the dad, though. I had the pleasure of meeting him. Yeah, definitely. definitely. You, man. All right, everyone. Take care. We'll see you in two weeks. Later. Peace. Oh, that's not the one. Amateur hour, bro. Without me on the board. Later, everyone.